0: Welcome to The Female Perspective. This is Brittany
1: and this is Cash. In this podcast we cover a wide range of topics from health, fitness, body image, sex, social issues, personal development, and much more.
0: We endeavor to open discussion that will educate and support you in your relationships and everyday life.
1: We hope you can love, learn, and grow with us. With love, Cash and Britt.
0: Welcome back to The Female Perspective. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. I am so excited to be back because I have one of my very favorite people. the show today and it is one of my best friends, Kendall Reed. If you guys do follow her on Instagram or on Twitter or anything like that, her username is typically Kendi underscore Wendy. And no, her name is not Wendy, which a lot of people thought when they first saw her or met her. Um, but I was, I was really excited to have Kendall on the podcast today because she is just one of the most kind-hearted uh, beautiful souls that I know. Not only that, she's literally hilarious. Like She is one of my funniest friends in the entire world. We met on social media, I want to say two years ago. I'm not really sure exactly, but we met at the Arnold. We decided to be roommates together, and after that, we became best friends. We talk all the time. She stayed with me when I lived in Colorado, and why I'm really excited for her to be on the podcast today is because first thing is first, she had started her own nonprofit movement. I want to call it. It's called She Matters Movement. And it's basically she started it off on Instagram where she started posting pictures of like her and some females that she really admires and hashtag did the hashtag she matters and explained to her followers why she loves this person and why they're such a good person to follow such a good influence on the social media world. Um, Or just, you know, just saying anything kind about why this person matters to her in her life. And I absolutely love the movement. I've helped Kendall um, with some things with it, like, you know, and, um, of course it's about female empowerment which is what the female perspective is definitely all about as you guys do know. Uh, so not only that but she does talk a lot about um, body image, self-love, eating disorder, recovery, mental illness um, and you know just like any type of like hot button topic that goes on in the social media world she, has talked about it a lot on Twitter and what I really admire about her is she goes about it in a really mature and in my opinion the best way to handle certain situations. So if there is problematic activity online, she typically she handles it in a really great way. Um whereas, you know, some people have kind of resort to just calling people out and just subtweeting them and different things like that. But she actually takes the time and the initiative to solve the problem instead of just talking about it. Um, But she does talk about different topics like that as well that need to be talked about and that need to be addressed, which again is why I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. And now that I just told you guys exactly who she is and what she is about, I will bring her on and let her introduce herself okay so we have Kendall I just did a little introduction on her and I'm going to have her introduce herself for you guys and yeah say what's up Kendall
1: hi um I'm Kendall Kendi Wendy whatever you want to call me I'm 23 I live in Dallas and I do Instagram stuff and things I don't know I don't know what what you call that nowadays I have like a real (laughs) full-time job but then I spend the rest of my time making friends
0: on the internet so which is how we met Woo! <laughs> slid in those dms
1: baby girl she did on was, snapchat on snap
0: snapchat dms <laughs> snapchat it DMs. works guys if you ever want to slide on anyone's dms just do it
1: time it all my friends
0: yes pretty oh, much so i was telling the people about what you talk about mostly on social media and like what you use your social platform which is why i'm excited to have you on for this topic So the topic that we decided to talk about basically is (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) be, like, how do we put this into words? (laughs) Basically, it'll be, like, call-out culture and how how if you have a bigger following or if you're in the public eye um, on social media, how you're kind of expected to talk about bigger issues and how some people that are watching also expect you to have a certain opinion or at least, like, talk about, like, tough subjects to talk about. Um, And if you don't, then people end up calling you out on it, which some people do not handle it in the right way, in my opinion, because it can be kind of just, like, petty and catty and just, like, people just do it to stay relevant and to just get attention, in my opinion. But sometimes it is necessary. But, yeah, so... Did I say that right? <laughs>
1: yeah. I think that covers it. That about covers it.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I guess you guys will get a better idea anyway once we do start talking about it. Let's
1: talk about, like, the definition of, of call-out culture and, like, what, what is that and how did that kind of come to be um, and where – I think where did that go wrong? Because uh, I think there's a lot of validity to the sort of core component of it and yeah. that really what it is is free speech mm-hmm. and the right to protest – Um, and it's a nonviolent protest. Like if you're going to argue against something, it can be a really effective way of doing it. Um, and I think that where call out culture has gone wrong is people take the smallest things and nitpick on them Mm -hmm. and they do so from a place of like harm to the person that they're calling out. Like it's not, Hey, this is a problem and here's why it's, Hey, this person, made a mistake or they fucked up. And this is why I hate them for it now. And it doesn't ever address the initial problem to begin
0: with. True. I do think a lot of like, in my opinion, every time I've seen people call other people out, like, I feel like it's more of like an attention thing on their part. It's like, they're not getting attention on social media. So they want to be known as, you know, the person who calls people out on their bad behavior or something which to me is ridiculous those different pages and gossip shit why are you making that you're not some of it can be helpful it's like yeah this person did something wrong they're just talking shit in my opinion instead of like trying to solve a problem which in my intro I was saying how like you've gone about this in in like the perfect way in so many cases you know with the what's that guy The guy... Evolution eat Yes, that one. Man. (laughs) I know. Just certain things. People just talk mad shit. Just don't do anything about it. But you actually, like, took the initiative to talk to the person and make some resolutions to it, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, and not everybody feels the same way about the way that I handle that situation. And not everybody feels that same way about the way that I try to speak about things. Um, And I think, like, at the core, the important thing that people who know me personally... Will understand is that it's always coming from a place of like goodness, mm-hmm. <laughs> and even when like everybody's going to make mistakes, even when they're trying to do better things or make the world a better place. But I think a lot of the intentions behind those like gossip pages and things like that, mm-hmm. like they really are just coming to get attention or to pull things out of the woodwork and be like, "Oh hey, I found this, and now everyone needs to attack." Yeah, need to fight. You need to figure out who did this, and you need to fight them or. Yeah, I don't know. It just It's an, like an invasion of privacy, almost. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, or they, like, find shit from, like, four years ago and, like, <laughs> attack the person. It's like, whoa. Like, <laughs> that is not even relevant anymore. I mean, it can still be problematic. Yeah. You know, people do shit in their past. Yeah. You know, shit well, happened happen to me in my past, but it doesn't make me who I am, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's a big difference you editor make as well, is the difference... Um, And I use the phrase problematic a lot, and I think I've started realizing that, like, less people, like, I keep using it, and some people don't know what it means, which is more than fair. (laughs) But, like, to, to me, the difference between, like, bad behavior and problematic behavior is that bad behavior, like, yes, it probably affects someone negatively. It may affect several people negatively, but it doesn't encourage additional negative behavior. Calling someone a bitch is not a nice thing to do it's not polite, it affects one person negatively, but it doesn't encourage any additional behavior. And something that's problematic generally sets a foundation for additional bad behavior. So things that are sexist or misogynistic or racist, like, those things encourage racism and sexism, and so they should be called out for being problematic because they're part of a bigger issue.
0: Right. So let's, like, talk about how people that are more, you know, more in the spotlight or have more of a following how they should be speaking out on different issues like this, like racism or, um, just like anything that's going on in the world. I see a lot, like, you know, something happens and then I always see tweets like, oh, so and so, no one's like, you know, just certain, especially fitness people, like fitness people aren't speaking up about this, this and this and this. And then like people just like freak out over it. So...
1: Yeah, and I feel both sides of that issue, right? Because, like, you do have a responsibility if you have reach to enact change. Yeah. Um, And I think the important thing is to focus on enacting change in some way. Like, if every person on the internet tweeted or posted about every single bad thing that happens ever, they'd never put out any of their own content. Yes. Because there's a lot of bad things that happen all over the world. If you think about every single event, but if someone can be active towards a cause or an issue at least, I think that we have to cut influencers a little bit of slack. Also depending on how big the issue is. Like racism is not really something, in my opinion, you should be silent about. Right. Because you I you take one side or the other. That's kind of how it yes. is. Like there's no there's no go between, there's no in-between there. Okay. But like raising money for specific causes, like I understand something may not be close to your heart, but something else may totally just ring a bell and you're like I want to support this cause and you have to you have the right to do that you have the right to support what you're interested in
0: that's what I was gonna say like in my opinion like so much shit goes on in the world and it's like it's honestly it's hard to keep up like so many times I have not even heard about something like I don't watch the news you know literally the way that I find out about stuff is like Twitter and so a lot of times (laughs) I won't be on Twitter all day and then some massive thing happens and then I open up Twitter the first thing I see is people freaking out about no one talking about so and so and so and I'm like I didn't even know this was happening and then I'm like holy shit they're talking about me I didn't even know this was going on right there's so much stuff it's honestly hard to address it all and in my opinion too I for me personally I don't talk about much on Instagram at all. Twitter yeah. is where I I would talk about stuff, you know, like anything to that nature. You know, unless it's like something I think that I should talk about on Instagram, then fine, but I don't know. I, I tend to go more towards Twitter on stuff like that, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think that's fair. And when I've tried to bridge that gap, because right now most of my content is kind of attempting to bring things that I generally used to talk about on Twitter into Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and people tend to... The space is maybe not as ready for mm-hmm. that kind of message, yeah. um, and you kind of have to, like, deliver it anyways and hope that everybody's going to adapt. But I got some really – we went into a really big, long argument with several people um, the first time I ever brought up Thin Privilege, yeah, which is a really – weird issue to talk about if you don't have any kind of backing on it and you haven't spent time to like learn about it yeah um and I I barely even know like how to scratch the surface on that but people are really hesitant to talk about that kind of stuff on Instagram and that's fair like talk about it where you have a safe space because realistically and I think this is also true for like bigger name influencers expressing your opinions about things because you have such a large audience sometimes it can feel really unsafe to discuss those things even if you feel really strongly about it you may think you're going to get a lot of backlash and larger influencers also have what I would refer to as like attack dogs in that if you send someone after someone else like there if you have a large following people will go after someone you don't like just because they think that's what they should be doing Mm. Um, and that's not okay either you know
0: yeah, not at all. I don't know. Part of me feels like it would be necessary to talk about things on Instagram, but then at the same time, I feel like anytime I post like a super long caption, no one reads it. Anytime yeah. I post something super important, not even talking about like racism or anything like that. I've talked about losing your period. No one responds. <laughs> I'm okay, why am I even doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I I might as well take the time to talk about it on platforms where people will actually pay attention. Yeah. You know? But then if someone follows me on Instagram only, I haven't gotten this personally, but just as an example, you know, people can get backlash. Oh, you never speak out on anything with, and it's like, well, do you follow me on this social media? Yeah. You know, I don't know.
1: But There's I guess, backlash on the other side too. I've been, yeah. I've been told that like I come off I can come off as negative Mm -hmm. which I actually am kind of like consciously working right now to change that a little bit but it's because I talk about a lot of hot button issues and critical thinking and I'm just more open about those it doesn't mean I'm a negative person and I think if you've seen my like stupid pre-workout dancing stories you know that I'm generally (laughs) very
0: energetic. you're not at all negative (laughs)
1: right but I, I understand how that can come off for somebody that like hasn't met you in person and you're never gonna please everybody but as long as you feel confident, again, I think it goes back to intention again, as long as you feel what you're doing is right, and you're doing things to help others, and you're doing it with good intentions behind it, then keep doing what you're doing and expand in the places where you feel safe to do so.
0: Exactly. And I think the whole the whole point with talking about different issues is to hope that there will be change instead mm-hmm. of just attacking people. And I think that's where it kind of goes wrong Yeah, with social influencers, too if there's a a topic that you feel strongly about, then you shouldn't care if you lose followers, you know? And I think a lot of people, that's why they don't talk about things is because they don't want to lose any followers. But to me, I'm like, dude, if you're a racist, don't follow me. I really don't care. You know what I mean? it's It's like, you need to, to talk about the things that that you uh, believe in and that if you know if it's fine that people have their other opinions but things like that no yeah (laughs) like don't follow me you know it's like I don't want to be even talking to you
1: well and it's also important so we you and I personally are we have socially acceptable bodies. We are white women. As yeah. far as like marginalized groups go, we pretty much avoid almost all of that. Yeah. And it's important to also consider this conversation will be totally different with somebody who is fat and runs an account that talks about body positivity or yeah. somebody that's of a different race. When you are a marginalized, part of a marginalized population nowhere can be safe Mm -hmm. you know like it can always feel like nothing is a safe space and so I do think there's a little bit of social responsibility on the people that have the ability to talk about these kinds of things to do so
0: I agree too because yeah if someone yeah it's a completely different story too if you know a person of color or something speaks out on this thing it's not going to get the same effect as if we speak out on on the same thing that they're talking about you know it's just a whole different dynamic which is why it it is important um, especially if you do have a following and you have the privilege to talk about it otherwise like nothing will ever change and you know it's just going to be spinning our wheels which it's like crazy in 2017 like we're still dealing with this shit you know it's like the shit you think you see in movies and it's, it's still going on
1: yeah, I mean, I talked about fat phobia a couple weeks ago on my Instagram, and I was like, people are going to shit all over me for this one. And it really didn't happen. Yeah, It ended up being totally fine. And I've seen plenty. I've started following more fat acceptance accounts this year, just to kind of, like, stretch my own beliefs and, 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 and like, bring my own worldview a little bit wider. And I've seen them post almost the exact same thing, like, such similar messages and people come after them. Oh, you're not healthy, you're obese, like you should kill mm-hmm. yourself. Like you see these horrible oh, messages.
0: People are crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like reading comments on posts of people who are overweight is horrifying.
0: I can't. And even really and
1: truly horrifying.
0: Well, that's probably with everything too, any type of social issue. I'm sure it's the same. Yeah.
1: Well, because nobody wants to admit that there's a social issue. Like fat phobia. I didn't even know anything about until maybe like this year
0: what, it, and what I exactly that, is that so
1: fat phobia is this internalized it's not really fear or hatred it can be yeah. but it's this like internalized i'll use the word hatred against fat people okay so like for example things that might be considered fat phobic are if you get seated on a plane next to someone who's like bigger and you're like, oh, God, I can't believe this person is taking up all this space. Yeah. Having those kinds of thoughts and then especially, like, putting them into action and being rude or yeah. offensive. And it's, it's so internalized that most of us don't recognize that we have it. But there's a whole different body positivity is not the same thing as fat acceptance. They're to- two totally different things, which I'm sure Kenzie would do a better job of explaining than
0: I can. Yeah, she's supposed to uh, be on here. <laughs> yeah, soon.
1: yeah, and she'll do she'll do a really good job at explaining the difference between those two. But it's like you never you never know about these social issues, and it's hard to admit that like you have a privilege. Yeah. But what people don't realize is that it doesn't change anything. Like me being like I'm white, I get more opportunities because I'm white. Doesn't make me a bad person actually makes me probably a better person, because I now can acknowledge what other people go through in an attempt to help rectify that.
0: And there's, I, in my opinion, there's so many people that just don't even realize that, that them not even recognizing their privilege is such a problem, in my opinion. There's just so many people that are like, oh, I've had so many guys too, like white males, (laughs) come after me, saying, you have no idea what you're talking about when I say that you're privileged. They, like, get pissed. And I'm like, this is not a negative – it's not a negative term. I just want you to be yeah. aware that you are a privileged person. I was like, I'm a privileged person. I'm a white female, and mm-hmm. if you're a white male, you're privileged. And they get so pissed off. And I'm like, yeah. you don't even understand what you're talking about. Why are you mad? It's yeah. crazy. because
1: it's not really a power that you can – the difference in being privileged versus rich, money is a tangible object. Yes. You can see it, you can grasp it, but privilege is not really tangible. It's in things like being able to walk home alone at night and not worry that you're gonna get attacked mm-hmm. or being pulled over by a police officer and not worrying for your life. These little things are privilege and we don't realize them and it's important to acknowledge that kind of thing mm-hmm. and and respect it in our daily lives, even if we can't change what happens for other people in on a daily basis, we can at least say, Hey, I'm really privileged to be able to do this. Um, or to be able to get in my car and go to work and have a home and, you know, like all these things. Exactly. I don't know. To go back to call out culture. I think one of the things that is really interesting to me is this year, especially people have been on this like tirade of like address things privately with someone, which I agree with
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to a point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because Number one, I have gone through things where I've addressed things privately with someone and nothing changed. True. And a lot of people, if there's not any kind of accountability there, will not do anything differently or they'll lie to your face or, like, it's important to acknowledge that social accountability is real and should be used, but you have to... Go about it in the right way. You can't be like, this person's an asshole. Go attack them because they're an asshole. Like, that's not social accountability. That's just, like, being a dick. Yeah. But, like, actually bringing up a behavior that can cause more issues um, or, like, yeah, I don't want to use any examples. Bringing up a behavior that could cause more issues or anything like that is fine. And it's okay to do that publicly because that's just, like, realistically freedom of speech. And, again, it's a nonviolent freedom of speech act. That's all.
0: Right. So how would, how would you say would be the right way to talk to someone about it publicly? Because every time I've seen it public, it's just been like shit show.
1: Yeah. And I I would say that I made a mistake on, on addressing something publicly, um, even just a couple of weeks ago, like it it totally happens. Um, and yeah, so, um, I think the most important thing is to not focus on the person, but the issue, right? So like, if you see something that's sexist, talk about why sexism mm-hmm. is important to discuss, talk about the things that women go through because of sexism mm-hmm. and like why why that's important to recognize and stop as a behavior. Right. I think if you focus on the problem and the behavior itself, then you can pretty much get away with not having it not come off like you're attacking an individual. So like something I plan on doing if I ever feel like talking about something publicly like that again in the future is you can black out somebody's name on their post or keep it so that nobody knows who it was that said it realistically probably that person will find out but then you really are focusing on the issue and not the person even though it's really easy if somebody like makes you angry or hits a nerve to want them to have some kind of retribution or to want them to have some kind of accountability doesn't really solve any problems and there's not really a lot that's going to be done from it you know
0: Right. I know. I wouldn't ever call anyone out, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's just like not who I am. And like not saying it's a bad thing. I would just like never know how to go about it. So I just would rather (laughs) not do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, and I'd rather just like state my own opinions on things instead of like actually calling someone out on something with anything I'll just state my own opinion I don't know that's just how I feel more comfortable doing that because other than that I feel like I would just just do it all wrong and then just offend everyone and then be like okay don't hurt me bye
1: yeah I've I've definitely I feel like I've been in the place where I was like oh I was totally in the right here and then I've been in places where I was like you know what I could have done that better like we could have done that differently but at the end of the day again like rolls all the way back this is this is a great like tale we're weaving here of intentions yeah and like if the intention behind the call out is to correct the behavior yeah then you don't need the person involved in that and it's something that like i have to be really conscious about personally too like like you don't have to bring up the person i know they did a shitty thing and they should be chastised for it but you can chastise them privately yeah and then talk about why that specific thing was bad in public
0: yeah, I've I've done stuff replying to people saying, "Oh, this is wrong because of this," like, no. you know, just a super simple thing. Yeah. that even usually then they're just like, "No," I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, never mind, forget I said anything." <laughs> You're like, <"Never> mind. <laughs> just
1: like, yeah, I got called out once. I got called out once for an Instagram story I posted that was I was talk I was complaining about. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even gonna complain. I, I I was literally just complaining about the fact that some influencers make a lot of money and don't understand like to brag about that and don't understand what that kind of money can do for other people. Right. But the way that I said it just came off like really douchey. And I didn't hear it because it was like the way I was just feeling at the time. And somebody messaged me and she was like, I really like you, but this came off really rude. And here's why. Yeah. And instantly, of course I did the same thing. I was like, no, it didn't. I'm right. You're wrong. And then I stopped and I was like, okay, let me listen back through this. And I was like, Okay, so I like, messaged her back, and we talked about it for a little bit. I ended up taking everything down, and I'm glad that I did because yeah. had somebody not called that to my attention, yeah, I probably would have come off as, like, I, you don't give your money away. It's, you know, because like, yeah. it's their money. They don't have to do anything with it. Right. You know, yeah. But it, I think it's important to to be open to that, even when it's difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, me personally, if I was doing something in the wrong, I would rather have someone tell me about it so that I can fix it and instead of me just looking like a dick and like I don't even know you know what I mean sometimes I feel like sometimes people don't even realize like you in that situation didn't even realize that you probably shouldn't have said it that way that you did Mm -hmm. and I'm sure I've done that so many times you know sometimes you're just like in the moment and you don't even if it's you you don't realize it you know what I mean like whereas people can see it from the outside looking in I personally would rather have someone tell me nicely (laughs) you know certain things if it was wrong or anything. Right. But I wonder, were you going to say something?
1: I was, well, I was thinking that it also kind of ties into, like, social media apologies. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like I've seen a lot of that recently, too, is, like, when we think about people, like, what's the right and wrong way to apologize for those behaviors if you've done them really publicly or done something bad? Um, And that's, like, that's a hard thing to talk about because it's, like, you can't ever really truly know on social media if someone's being genuine or not in really. what they said, in their apology, whatever. But I feel like I've definitely seen, it's like not even something you can specifically put criteria around, but I've seen apologies where I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and I've seen apologies where I was like, yeah, you know what? I get that. Okay. They, they see that and, and they know that and, and that's cool. And like, I don't like that behavior, but I accept that like this person has recognized what's gone on. Right. Right. But I think that's a hard, it's a hard line to draw to, to be able to apologize and have it actually come off genuine and then move forward and do things the right way from that point.
0: I feel like sometimes people just hate on certain people and like, no matter what they say, they won't care. You yeah, know, I can think of some people right now where they've gotten so much hate, no matter what they say. You know, the, some of these people, like, I think they're actually genuine, genuine people because I've met them in person. But, yeah. you know, they've done some stuff on the internet that, like, I even don't agree with, and they've apologized. Yep. Some people just don't care. You know what I mean? They're just, I don't care. I hate you. Bye. You know? Yeah. That sucks. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's it's important to just, like, try to be – Like, even if you're doing it for the most selfish reason, just try to be the better person every time. Even if you're just doing it to be like, I was the better person. Like, if that's your motivation, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But at some point, you can't just continuously hold things against people because then it does the exact same thing. It's not about the problem anymore. It's about the person. And the person can be a problematic person. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, everyone on social media is still a person. Mm-hmm. And some people choose to share more of their lives, some people choose to share less of their lives. But like we have to respect that there's so many like feelings and emotions and behaviors and thoughts that are behind everything that happens. Yeah. And at the like if you lose humanity in social media, like we're all so fucked.
0: yeah i know and like at the end of the day too social media you don't know everything you know what i mean unless it's like me and you where we literally know each other (laughs) in real life and we talk you just don't know people on social media as well as you could if you knew them in person you know and so you see things and it's like okay some people might have done like some bad things i still don't think some some people aren't a bad person down they've done bad things that i don't agree with and things like that but i still think they're at at the heart a good human being you know yeah so well, it's like,
1: even if they're a terrible human being they're still a human being true so like we still have to treat them with some kind of respect yeah and the other thing is if you want to tie in mental illness to this you don't know yes what people's triggers are or what they're going through i have experienced Like, one of my triggers is something that has been activated by social media before for my own personal issues, Mm -hmm. and that's really tough. And then it's hard to explain, oh, social media did this. It didn't, but there was a specific incident that happened Mm -hmm. that is a personal trigger for me for these specific behaviors. Right. You just, you don't know those kinds of things, so, like, why would you make jokes about them or why would you attack someone like that when you don't know you've no idea what's going on behind the scenes you yeah. don't know what they could be going through or what that could do to them even if it was just something lighthearted for you
0: yeah and there might be some people that share almost everything of their life but they don't share everything like i've never yeah. i've never really been open about the fact that i've had anxiety my whole life i just never talk about it and like so yeah. many people probably have no idea it's not you know it's not terrible like sometimes i get it gets worse and w- things like that. But I've just never been open about that on my social media ever. People could be anything. They could be going through depression, whatever. And they just, you just have no idea, you know? Yep. Yeah, Just like absolutely. people just can attack. You don't know what you're doing, really, yep. you know, or like how it's affecting that person, regardless of who they are or what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. But I remember what I wanted to say before. <laughs> I, it's like kind of off topic, but whatever. It's like still on topic. But so I wanted to ask your opinion So we were talking about how if you are privileged in a certain way, it's good for you to speak up on different issues. For a specific example though, let's say, I see this all the time and I'm sure you do too, where really thin fit people start doing the whole body positivity thing i know this can go in the body positivity topic but they try to do things you know like love your your roles you know things like that they're privileged to talk about that but at the same time it's i don't think it's their place to talk about that you know and i don't think that they realize that that's problematic so i just kind of like want to kind of touch on that
1: yeah yeah so i have lots of thoughts on this (laughs) So, I think, what like, at the core, what's important is that body positivity is for all bodies. Yeah. And I think that has to remain true. And we have to continue to say body positivity is for all bodies. But you can't step on marginalized voices Mm. with your body positivity. Right. If you're going to speak about it, that's great. But if you really have such a large platform, why don't you try sharing of reposting someone yeah. who is in the body positivity community and deals with some serious issues deals with people and their fat phobia and has talked about that why don't you share that person's words mm-hmm. and bring that person into the light with your voice and your reach instead of talking over them right when i try to do i think when i talked about fat phobia i, I put people in the post yeah to go follow um, because i didn't want people to think i was stepping on that because it's not something i experience right Um, and it is something that i have participated in in the past unknowingly like unconsciously i've totally participated in that in the past but being able to talk about it and following those accounts has helped me understand what kind of was going on yeah and i think some of the stuff if you don't have roles (laughs) don't Create rolls, and that might piss some people off, but that that one really does drive me nuts, actually. Yeah. Um, because it's, and I've I've seen actually I've seen fat women post about this before that they don't have to sit down to have rolls, right? So when they see you crunched over, shriveling your body up to yeah. create like two skin rolls, yeah, like
0: barely anything, yeah,
1: <laughs> right, to create like two skin rolls. I like it. To me, that does come off as I see something that's being talked about, and I can expand upon that but I don't see any of those women that do it in a problematic way not saying everybody's done it I've posted those posts before Like it's not I'm hating on anybody personally but I don't see what I don't see in a lot of those posts where women are really scrunching over to make roles are them also talking about things like fat phobia or really covering um, like fat acceptance or bringing other women or other bodies mm-hmm. into the mix and then it really is a personal It's either a personal thing that they needed to post for themselves, which is fine, or it's a selfish act to be a part of something that they know will receive likes and attention.
0: Yeah, so I think, so how can you explain that being different than, let's say, the same person talking about, like, racism? You know, I think maybe some people think that they're doing something good in that sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, and that's totally fair. So it's like, how would you explain that to be, why is that bad, and why is you know, maybe the other thing not just yeah. for people who don't understand.
1: And that's fair. And, like, I'll, I'll precursor this with these are totally my opinions. I am in the process of critical learning and, like, really trying to follow more accounts that, like, challenge me and bring in other viewpoints. But I'm in the baby stages of that. So so take what I will with a grain of salt. I would say that, again, it's kind of the same thing. Are you using your speech to bring to light real issues that affect Mm -hmm. people are you using it to do something proactive for others Uh, yeah i think even just the simplest thing if you want to talk about racism that's freaking awesome and Mm -hmm. way to go because it can be really really hard to talk about so why don't you also tag some like strong amazing black women yeah why don't you do that like it's such a simple little thing to do but then what you're doing is you're not only speaking about it in your own platform but you're extending that Into bringing other people into these conversations and saying, I respect their voices. I want to listen to them. And I think you should too. Go find these people. Go follow these people. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's like the easiest way I feel like you can do something like that is just do something proactive. I've seen, yeah, and I've seen, how do I phrase this? I've seen movements be used in the wrong context. And I've seen like hashtags be used in the wrong context. And I think at the end of the day, you have to think about if someone from that population or if someone that's actually affected by this issue daily read this, would they be like, hell yeah, way to go, way to bring this to light, way to talk about this? Yeah. If not, then don't, maybe don't post it, share your opinions, whatnot, but if that's your goal, if your goal is to really be a part of deterring problematic behavior, then think about if somebody who read this who was part of that population agrees with this, then yeah, let's, let's put it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that helps.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's good. But I just, I remembered a time too where I got called out because I had a picture of me in a bikini basically mm-hmm. just like a mirror selfie I was not talking about anything but bo- body positivity nothing it was literally a selfie and some my caption was something stupid as fuck like that and then I just had hashtags and I think one of my hashtags body positive or something and like I did not even yeah. realize some girl was attacking me and I was just like <laughs> oh my god I at first of all I like forgot that hashtag was in there <laughs> and then she was just like you can't have that this hat this in the hashtag that's so offensive and I was just like I'm so sorry. You know, yeah. I wasn't even trying to, you know, be in the movement. Right. It's just, but I guess that was problematic to her or something, right?
1: Yeah, and I've and I've seen some of the body positive communities' comments on things like that. So somebody did a study where they basically monitored that hashtag mm-hmm. and reviewed kind of who was using it, mm-hmm. and it was like 75 percent of the posts. I I'll have to find it. It was like 75 percent of the posts were thin white women
0: yeah. using the body positivity
1: hashtag. And that's a problem because then you are stepping on True. the voices of marginalized people. Mm-hmm. And I actually made the I made the decision, I guess, a couple months ago to take it out of my little hashtag copy-paste list yeah. because I was like, oh, but I do talk about it. And then I was like, but is it more important for me to use that hashtag than it is for me to potentially let someone else whose voice needs to be heard Yeah. Be seen because they did, yeah. And it's just not. My voice does not need to be heard over the people who are really and truly living this life and talking about it all the time um, and focusing on it. Who can really offer like another level of support or guidance? Yeah. So yeah, and I and I think like had somebody commented I and mean, been like, hey and explained it like that, you probably would have been like, oh, that's cool. I'll take it out. <laughs> like, Yeah. It, but they came at you personally, and then it doesn't do anything. And then, of course, you're like, well, I don't... What do I even do? I don't... Like, you don't provide a solution, so how yes. is the
0: person ever supposed to fix it? I know, because I, I felt... Honestly felt attacked. Yeah. I didn't really understand it at the time. Now I completely understand the movement. I understand it's not my place or anyone like me. It's not our place to even talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, but, like, my thought process back then, which... You know, obviously I'm not, like, I'm not ashamed to tell you, but I was, well, I've dealt with my own body image issues and, you know, I had, I dealt with disordered eating and I've, my whole life I've struggled with body image, but it's, it's not the same thing. It, I've had my own struggles, but it's just not, it's not in the same context, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think it's also important. And I think this is something people get hung up on a lot is it's, it's good to have these kinds of discussions, right? Where we're yeah. bringing up the fact that you, you probably shouldn't be doing these kinds of things. It's better to not. But also to recognize and validate yeah. that everyone struggles. People struggle in ways you can't see. There are plenty of thin women who don't have an eating disorder that mm-hmm. get hazed for people thinking that they do or mm-hmm. told to go eat a hamburger. There are overweight women with an eating disorder, and people just congratulate them on losing weight. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no visual element to the concept of, like, body acceptance and body positivity. And so it is important to share your own story and to validate your own struggles. Mm -hmm. But also be conscious of what other people go through. And if you can do something small that makes that community a better place, Mm -hmm. then do it. But it doesn't mean you have to stop sharing your own story or stop sharing your own struggles. What you go through is just as valid as a thin white woman. Definitely, yeah. As somebody else going through that. It's totally fair and it's not meant to invalidate what anyone goes through.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it, though, comes down to just like lack of education. In my yeah. case, like I just was not educated on it, I just didn't know, you know? I'm glad someone told me about it and I. I was open to learning about it. And I think that's the thing, too, is if you got everyone needs to be open to constructive criticism, first and foremost, because, mm-hmm. I mean, we always have I think everyone always has something to learn. Everyone like no one's perfect. You're going to make right. mistakes. And the people who are calling people out, you just need to have good intentions about it and just try to educate the person instead of attacking, you know? Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's really the most important thing with all, yeah, of, absolutely. all of this that we've been talking about.
1: Yeah. And just being more open to learning, like go, go make yourself a little uncomfortable today. (laughs) Like, like that's the best place to hang out. And I, I really enjoy, like, it's important to make your social media a safe space for you, Mm -hmm. especially if you've dealt with any kind of like mental illness or body image issues, make that a safe space for you. But also find somebody who maybe challenges your beliefs in a proactive way. And follow them. I follow some pretty feminist accounts, Mm -hmm. and I don't agree with everything that they say. I don't agree with everything that they talk about, but there are conversations that I've had with them or posts that I've read that I was like, I never even thought about that. Like, we have to be open to learning ourselves, just like we hope other people are open to learning about us or to hearing our messages that we want to share. True.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so... I think bottom line is, like we said, education, intention, mm. and that's it. Just <laughs> Treat everyone respectively, even if they don't do good things.
1: It sounds so simple, but it's so hard to put into practice.
0: <laughs> I know. But it, like, it it makes a difference, though, if you, if you go about things in the right way instead of just, you know, people take it the wrong way if you just attack them. So yeah. just think about that. Yeah. Like, think of how you would feel, you know, um, if you did something that wasn't really appropriate or anything think about how you would feel if you were I don't know talking shit being catty being petty (laughs) you wouldn't feel too good you'd rather have someone be like hey this is wrong because this I hope you're open to learning about it okay great thanks I don't even think about it awesome (laughs) the end (laughs) it's easy (laughs) it's easy yeah
1: I, I like at the core of it like we're all humans it's it's just about preserving the humanity in everyone that we encounter even if are giant assholes still human even if you hate them so yeah treat treat them that way and just be yeah i think having an open mind really makes a big difference and yeah and allowing yourself to learn and and encouraging yourself to do that and as long as you're learning like you don't have to do everything perfect like if you post something and somebody's like hey you did this the wrong way that's cool yeah like it's okay everybody like we go through this process as we learn we are that's part of growing up that's part of maturing it's part of finding your personal voice and your personal perspective. Yeah. But as long as you're growing in some way, you're doing it right. If you care enough to want to be better,
0: you're doing it right. Which everyone should. Yeah. We can always be better.
1: (laughs) Uh, Now that we've turned into like a PBS kids episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do better. Well, I think that we pretty much covered everything. And we had a great discussion. Um, thank you so much, Kendall, for being on. Thank
1: you for having me on. Oh my goodness,
0: that was like the most obnoxious voice I ever did in my whole life. No, the way
1: day. you talk to Blue is worse.
0: Oh! <laughs> okay, I won't, oh. do I won't do it for the podcast. No one, will start. Don't, everyone, everyone don't. be like, I'm done deleting this.
1: Blow people's eardrums out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's contagious because I've had Matthew talk. Talk this way now too. And he's like, I never used to have a dog voice. So I'm like, now you do.
1: Welcome to living with Britney.
0: <laughs> Welcome to my life. I do. I do it on Snapchat though, and people people don't seem to mind it. <laughs> Thanks, my guys. Gosh. If it's problematic, just let me know. I'll oh change god. it. You're just kidding. It. I'll never change it. Bye. You're wrong. Oh my
1: god. Can I? Can I shameless plug for a minute? Heck yes, you can. Um, I'm gonna shameless plug my website, uh, shemattersmovement.org for resources um on any mental illness so if you've dealt with anything if you are currently dealing with anything if you're interested in finding um somebody to talk to i think we, we like barely touched on some of that today but um almost everyone like if you look at the numbers so many people deal with some type of mental illness um so the website has resources for therapy mood disorders eating disorders um we're about to add alcoholism um there's suicide prevention and there's something else on there. There's some, oh, sexual assault. I just added sexual assault resources recently. Good. So yeah, SheMattersMovement.org and lots of lots of good stuff and things on there um, to make your life a better life.
0: Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yay. Alrighty, thank you guys so much for listening. And again, thank you, Kendall, for being on. Thanks, Brittany. Make sure to follow her on all social media channels, Kendi underscore Wendy. And yeah. yeah. And let us know any feedback. Leave us a review. And constructive
1: other- criticism only please yes
0: <laughs> or anything you like anything you don't like whatever um and then yeah hope you guys enjoy and i will see you guys in the next episode peace
1: bye <laughs>